welcome to the Wellness Journey podcast from the St. John Vianney Center. I'm Dr. Mariette Danilo, and I'm grateful for the opportunity to journey with you through these challenging times and to hopefully provide you with information that will help sustain you. Our podcasts are aimed at keeping you healthy in mind, body, and spirit. This is podcast seven. The title of today's talk is The Power of Gratitude, Fuel for Resilience. Gratitude. It's in our mass. It's stressed countless times throughout scripture. It's a vital source of strength for the faithful. And researchers have noticed the significant role gratitude plays in resilience. We kind of know that gratitude is a good thing, but I promise you, there's so much more to know. This is an important topic because an attitude of gratitude is a powerful fuel for the mind, body, and spirit. So let me take you on a nickel and dime tour of just a few of the research findings. Research on gratitude by Dr. Michael McCullough and Associates suggests that highly grateful people compared to their less grateful counterparts tend to experience positive emotions more often, enjoy greater life satisfaction and more hope, score higher on measures of prosociality, are more empathetic, forgiving, hopeful, and supportive. They tend to experience less depression, anxiety, envy, and are less focused on materialistic pursuits. They are also more spiritually and religiously oriented. Dr. Philip Watkins and colleagues suggest that grateful individuals have four characteristics. First, Grateful individuals acknowledge the important role of experiencing and expressing gratitude. Second, they would not feel deprived in life. They tend to see that they got more out of life than less. Third, they would appreciate others' contributions to their well-being. Fourth, they would tend to appreciate simple pleasures. In other words, pleasurable things that are freely available to the majority of people. They appreciate simple pleasures, and so those that occur more frequently, like sunsets, sunrises, as opposed to the more infrequent big events, like buying a new car or taking a big vacation. Do you have gratitude? How would we measure it? Well, Dr. Philip Watkins and his associates came up with the GRAT, or Gratitude, Resentment, and Appreciation Test. It's a self-report measure that conceptualizes dispositional gratitude as a combination of the four characteristics we just talked about. They are, again, in a little more detail, and these are worth repeating. Number one, the acknowledgement of the importance of expressing and experiencing gratitude. 
Most of us can express gratitude in even small ways uh, to the least of actions, but many of us have a problem experiencing gratitude so that when someone says thank you to us, we have a little problem processing that or accepting that. So we need to do both. Number two on the GRAT test is a lack of resentment with respect to benefits received. So this is a person who feels a sense of abundance in his life rather than deprivation. Number three, appreciation for the contributions of others. And this is a person who really gives credit and acknowledges the contribution of his family, his team, his coworkers. This is someone who knows that he didn't get where he got by himself, that many people had something to do with it. And number four, finally, is appreciation for the simple pleasures, as we just mentioned. Things like snowflakes falling, seasons, uh, these are the frequently occurring things that we notice in our environments every day, as opposed to those infrequent uh, occurrences of winning a lottery ticket or going on a big vacation. So those are the four component parts of what researchers believe constitute gratitude. In thinking about the psychology of gratitude and what gratitude looks like, research suggests that gratitude involves having a distinctive view of the world. In other words, it is a propensity to look at life in a particular way. And once again, the importance of our lens comes in, how we interpret the world. We see this repeatedly. Dr. Robert Emmons, Dr. Michael McCullough and Associates have done a great deal of research on gratitude. They found the following. Grateful people report higher levels of positive emotions, life satisfaction, vitality, optimism, and lower levels of depression and stress. The disposition toward gratitude appears to enhance pleasant feeling states more than it diminishes unpleasant emotions. And yet, grateful people do not deny or ignore the negative aspects of life. McCullough, Emmons, and Sang found that people with a strong disposition toward gratitude have the capacity to be empath empathetic and the ability to view the perspective of others. So they can take on the perspectives of other people. They can understand what uh, the lenses of other people look like. And they are rated as more generous and more helpful by people in their social networks. As for spirituality, those who regularly attend religious services and engage religious, in religious activities such as prayer, uh, reading religious material, and interest in spirituality, those people are more likely to be grateful. Grateful people are also more likely to acknowledge a belief in the interconnectedness of all life and a commitment to and responsibility to others. 
They are not materialistic. Grateful individuals place less importance on material goods. They are less likely to judge their own or other success in terms of possessions accumulated. They are less envious of others and are more likely to share their possessions with others relative to less grateful persons. Researchers A.M. Wood and Associates talk about the psychology of gratitude that involves an awareness and a noticing of the positive things in life. Smelling the roses, a warm blanket in winter, savoring moments, a flower blooming, snowfall, fragrant soup simmering on the stove, and well, you fill in the blank. When you walk through the day, see if you can take notice of the positive things that surround you, however small. So not only do grateful people notice the positive things in life, but they also show an appreciation of those things, even the small things that others may simply take for granted. We can also call this savoring. When my sons were small, they used to play basketball after school in the gym. And one day after practice, as we were leaving, I noticed a father leaving the building with his two sons who were about six and eight years old. It had just begun to snow and the boys lifted their faces to the sky and opened their mouths trying to catch the, the snow on their tongues. The father said, hurry up boys, we're late for swim practice. He missed the moment. Sometimes we think that moments like these are a silly, frivolous waste of time. But according to researchers, these moments are a valid part of resilience. Let's talk about other aspects of well-being identified by researchers A.M. Wood and Associates. Being thankful has been shown to predict significantly lower risk of a range of diagnoses, including major depression, generalized anxiety disorder, phobias, nicotine dependence, alcohol dependence, drug abuse or dependence, and the risk of bulimia nervosa. Gratitude is also associated with high positive affect, low negative affect, and a high satisfaction with life. It's been found that gratitude is linked to psychological well-being to a great extent, a sense that one's life has meaning and that a person is living their life to the fullest. The notion that my life has meaning is also a key component of University of Pennsylvania researcher Martin Seligman's PERMA model for resilience. Are you still with me? There's more. More research by A.M. Wood Associates found that gratitude is strongly and positively correlated with authentic living. And with respect to relationships, gratitude is associated with the perceived 
quality of relationships. And so importantly, gratitude relates to one's willingness to forgive others. Furthermore, it seems to strengthen relationships and contribute to relationship connection and satisfaction. Some studies have also found that gratitude may even promote conflict resolution and foster reciprocally helpful behaviors. So now let's talk about the opposite side of the coin, the gratitude challenged. The following scholars have suggested that a number of attitudes are incompatible with a grateful outlook on light, including perceptions of victimhood, this is the work of Martin Seligman, the inability to admit shortcomings, this is the work of Robert Solomon, a sense of entitlement, and this is the work of Nancy McWilliams and Stanley Leppendorf, Envy and resentment. This is the work of Horatio Echegoyen and Clara Nemus. And Tim Kasser's findings on an overemphasis on material values. All of this has been found to be inconsistent with gratitude. A major personality variable that's likely to thwart gratitude is, guess what? Narcissism. Okay, so now the better news and a takeaway from this is that gratitude can be cultivated and should be practiced daily. St. Ignatius was way ahead of his time on this. Philip Watkins and Associates found that gratitude exercises reliably lead to increased positive affect and that individuals who are more grateful tend to show greater increases in positive affect than those who are less grateful. So what that means is it increases your happiness. So the following are empirically validated techniques and exercises that you can do. And these have been found to increase happiness for up to a month. The first one is count your blessings or three good things. And this is where you list three things in your life for which you are grateful every day. So if you do this three times a week, you'll see an increase in your happiness. But try to practice every day. Very similar to um, the Ignatian exercises. Number two is the grateful letter or visit. And this is like count your blessings, but with an interpersonal component. So this is where you write a letter of gratitude to someone with whom you feel grateful, but you never properly thank them. It could be the seemingless smallest word, moment, or action. This person could be living or deceased. So it's preferable to deliver the, le the letter in person, but if the person is deceased, you can send it through your thoughts and prayers. And remember, there are very small actions 
very small gestures for which we have which we've received from people that we're grateful for but never really thanked someone number 3 minyon ku and associates came up with this this is the george bailey effect and this is where you mentally subtract a significant person from your life you may remember the classic movie it's a wonderful life in that movie the lead character george bailey got to see what his life would be like if he had never been born so this is where you imagine your life without a special someone who has helped you and it's quite powerful before we say goodbye i want to let you know that you can find more fun-filled facts and gratitude exercises on our website. You know, I can remember a few Thanksgivings when people at the dinner table were asked to name three things for which they were thankful. And I remember some of them struggling to think of something. Maybe they thought it had to be something big and impressive. So now, knowing all of this, do you think it's a silly, frivolous waste of time to savor the world around you? Would you just pass by a beautiful perched butterfly? Will you smell the bread baking, the soup simmering? Will you feel the sand under your feet? Listen to the birds singing? Taste the delicious morsels of food you eat. Hear the snow crunch under your feet. And tell everyone you can how much they mean to you. You've been listening to the Wellness Journey podcast from the St. John Vianney Center. I hope today's topic, the power of gratitude, fuel for resilience, proves useful to you. You can find all our podcasts and get additional information and resources for clergy and religious by visiting our website at sjvcenter.org. Remember, we're companions on the journey to stay healthy in mind, body, and spirit. We are the St. John Vianney Center, and our mission is you.